0: Another cat fight? Is the year of our lore 2024 going to be the year of the cat fight? Last week, we witnessed the cat fight between Aaron Rodgers and Jim Kimmel. Well, at least there was one cat involved in that fight. Jim Kimmel came out on Monday with his claws fully loaded. Problem is, Jim, he was in a fight with a dog. Later on in the week last week, we had the cat fight between Patton McAfee and some doofus named Norb Williamson at ESPN. And last night... We witnessed something We witnessed something truly depressing. I mean, all these years we have been told that the white man is the biggest threat to the black community. <laughs> well, last night we witnessed an example of black-on-black crime. In this corner, weighing in at 210 pounds, he knocks opponents out with his forehead floater. His leisure time is spent taking long walks on the beach with a grown man that calls himself Shay Shea. He is the face of the worldwide leader and woke Stephen A. Smith. And in this corner, the man whose weight could not be determined because we did not have a forklift, the self-proclaimed speaker of truth, the male version of Lizzo, Jason w- Whitlock. You know, Jason Whitlock is fascinating to me because I can't quite figure him out. For months, he had this weird obsession with Deion Sanders. It was like Jason Whitlock wanted Deion Sanders to fail, which he ultimately did. But what I didn't understand was why. I can understand wanting to see someone like Babani Jones fail. I mean, that's what he does. The Bobo is in the business of failure. I can find the humor in the many embarrassing failures of someone like Jamel Hill. But over the course of, what, four months, it seemed like every day Jason Whitlock was begging for Deion Sanders to fail. It kind of reminded me of Skip Bayless and his unhealthy obsession with LeBron James. It was just, it was just weird. Recently, though, Jason Whitlock, he has set his sights on Stephen A. Smith. Last year, Stephen A. released his autobiography. The book was titled Straight Shooter, and like I've told you guys before, I thought it was one of the best autobiographies that I've ever read. It was well-written. It was highly entertaining. Gave me a new perspective on Stephen A. Smith, mainly because... He goes deep into his relationship with his father and how he has spent most of his life trying to impress him. The thing is, when his father was alive, they didn't have a great relationship. Matter of fact, their relationship was downright terrible. But the main thing I took away from it, it's better to have a father in your life and have a bad relationship with him than to have no father in your life at all. Stephen A. credits a lot of his success and the drive and the motivation that it took to get him there, he credits a lot of that to his dad. Last week, Jason Whitlock called into question some of the stories that Stephen A. revealed in his memoir. He even took it a step further by claiming that Stephen A. Smith did not write his own autobiography. He also questioned why Stephen A. Smith is considered to be the voice of sports media, Watch for yourself.
1: It's comical how little he actually knows about sports, but someone installed him as the number one voice of sports. A. If you go read his memoir and listen to the stories he tells about getting a basketball scholarship uh, to <laughs> Winston-Salem State, it's so mind-blowingly preposterous and stupid, and fabricated. I'm like, holy cow. How did they let him tell these lies? Or whoever wrote it, who wrote these lies? This is Division II basketball, Winston-Salem State. The school is poor. Big House Gaines has written books about how little money he had for scholarships. But someone who didn't pee a drop in high school basketball didn't pee a drop at the Fashion Institute School that he allegedly played junior college basketball at, didn't pee a drop there, somehow sits out a year and goes and plays in one scrimmage game. He participates in the scrimmage and makes
0: 17 straight shots and they give him a full ride basketball scholarship. I happen to partially agree with Jason Whitlock. I mean, when it comes to sports, Stephen A's knowledge is severely limited. He didn't know shit about the NFL, doesn't know shit about the UFC. Yet for some reason, ESPN has him providing analysis at major UFC events. He knows nothing about Major League Baseball, which is something that he and I have in common. I also know nothing about Major League Baseball besides the fact that it's painfully boring. Now, Stephen A does have some knowledge when it comes to the NBA, but after last night, I'm starting to question that. I know one thing for certain, Stephen A does not watch my Pelicans. Last night he was once again criticizing Zion Williamson, claiming that Zion wasn't involved enough. I guess the only thing that Stephen A was looking at was the stat sheet because Zion Williamson was excellent on the court and he didn't need to score a lot of points last night because the Pels were kicking the Warriors ass. And that being said, Stephen A's knowledge of sports, or I guess I should say his lack of knowledge, it's completely irrelevant. Doesn't matter. You know why Stephen A Smith is considered to be the voice of sports media? You know why people ask his opinion on topics that he knows absolutely nothing about? There are guys in sports media who are far more knowledgeable than Stephen A Smith. Problem is, They're not entertaining. If I'm going to watch Stephen A. Smith, I am not expecting him to break down a zone defense. I'm not expecting him to borrow the advanced stat sheet from Mina Kimes and barf a bunch of useless numbers. If I'm watching Stephen A. Smith, I am watching him to be entertained. Some of his best material is when he's going after the Dallas Cowboys. He doesn't know shit about football, but he is damn sure entertaining when making fun of Dak Prescott. Think about it. What does the E in ESPN stand for? Entertainment. Why do you think the presence of Shea Sharp has increased over the past year? Shea doesn't know shit about the NBA. He does have a full understanding of the NFL. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer, but Shea is successful because he's entertaining. As we're going to my parents for dinner last night, I receive a notification on my phone. Stephen A had posted a video to Twitter. Well, Casey, don't you mean X? No, I mean Twitter. Stephen A. posted a video on the platform claiming that he was finally, finally responding to Jason Whitlock, who he passionately refers to as Fat Bastard. Um. Immediately, I was confused here. Now, I don't consider Stephen A. Smith to be a grade-A shitfuck, but He does have woke tendencies. He does live his life partially abiding by the woke commandments. I am positive that one of the many woke commandments is, thou shalt not be a fattest. If you're a member of Woke United Methodist, you're not allowed to call someone fat. If you're calling attention to their tonnage, you must refer to it as body positivity. That body positivity bastard. Now, it is no secret that Jason Whitlock has... A lot of body positivity. Hell, he makes body positivity jokes about himself. Going into this response from Stephen A. Smith, I expected the outrage. I expected the name-calling. I expected him to tarnish the reputation of Jason Whitlock. Oh, that's fine. But if you're going to do that, you also have to refute his claims. I'm fine with the comedic approach. I'm fine with making it entertaining. But if you're going to take that route... I also expect you to refute his claims. Jason Whitlock claimed that Stephen A. didn't write his own book, claimed that Stephen A. didn't receive a scholarship to play basketball. Basically, Jason Whitlock claimed that Stephen A. Smith is a complete fraud. Now, there are people on social media upset because Stephen A. personally attacked Jason Whitlock, which, I mean, he did, but... It doesn't get any more personal than claiming that someone is a complete fraud. I expected to see Stephen A. Smith prove Jason Whitlock wrong. If you're not a fraud, if these claims that Jason Whitlock is making are baseless, prove him wrong. Instead, this is how Stephen A. responded. Watch for yourself.
2: I've had enough of that fat bastard. That piece of shit. I never talk about him. I never talk about my colleagues. I don't do that. This is a first. But it's necessary. And when I say don't talk about them, I mean don't talk about them literally. I don't get in on them like I'm about to do now. Because this bastard is worth less than a damn cockroach. Did you tell them that once the same article in Deadspin came out, Weeks later, you wrote a lengthy apology to me in an email begging me to forgive you. Did you tell the folks that you bitch, your fat piece of shit got the names? We got Jamel Hill. We got Howard Bryant. You want me to bring up the other writers that wouldn't work for you? Why it took you nearly two years to get an article out?
0: First of all, let me address this claim that Stephen A. Smith doesn't attack his colleagues. I would love, I would love to ask Skip Bayless how he feels about that. Remember back in September, both A and Shay were relentlessly attacking Skip Bayless? The same Skip Bayless that resurrected their media careers? The same Skip Bayless that gave them an opportunity when no one else in the media wanted to work with them? They tried to destroy him. They spent an entire month making themselves look bitter because Skip no longer wanted their affection. Skip Bayless never responded. So... Don't give me this bullshit that Stephen A. Smith doesn't attack his own colleagues. And number two, not one time did Stephen A. address any of the accusation made by Jason Whitlock. Why? Maybe, just maybe, Jason Whitlock is telling the truth. Here's the thing. There are two people involved in this cat fight. Just to be clear, I don't have a cat in the fight. Makes no difference to me whether Stephen A. Smith wins or Jason Whitlock wins or both of them lose. I couldn't care less either way. But the two cats involved in the fight, one of them is calm, one of them remains unbothered, while the other is completely unhinged. He's angry, he's bitter, he's trying to deflect the accusations by making personal attacks, while at the same time, refusing to address the accusations that are being made. While watching this unfold last night, I kept coming back to the same question. Why is Stephen A. Smith so upset about this? Why is he so mad? Why is he bothered because Jason Whitlock is questioning his college basketball career from what? 30, 40 years ago? Hell, I struggle to even call it a career because it doesn't exist. I mean, who cares? Why is he upset because Jason Whitlock claimed that he didn't write his own autobiography? For starters... This isn't the first time that Jason Whitlock has claimed that Stephen A. doesn't write his own material. So what's so different about it now? I mean, it's pretty common for people to have help writing books. Why did this trigger feelings of outrage in Stephen A. Smith? Maybe Jason Whitlock struck a nerve here. Maybe Jason Whitlock is telling the truth and Stephen A is feeling a little bit exposed. In most cases, when someone is visibly angry about something, it means they're trying to hide something. With Stephen A being so bothered by this, it's leading me to believe that Jason Whitlock is telling the truth. In the clip, you heard Stephen A. Smith bragging because Jamel Hill and Howard Bryant didn't want to work with Jason Whitlock. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I would consider that to be a badge of honor. Jamel Hill is a world-renowned huge embarrassing failure, and Howie Bryant, he is an unknown no-talent doofus. His claim to fame was writing an article on July 4th bashing the country that made him rich. I don't know, I don't know, It's it's hard to know who to believe here, but... I am more inclined to believe Jason Whitlock. Stephen A. Smith is a showman. He's an actor. Hell, he's got a role on General Hospital. He also has a role at ESPN, where he plays the part of a sports media personality who knows absolutely nothing about sports a role which, to his credit, he plays to perfection. One thing actors are really good at is acting, which could also be construed as not being truthful. There is a reason that Stephen A. Smith is upset. Maybe it's because Jason Whitlock has been calling him out for a while and he's remained silent. Or maybe it's because there's some truth to what Jason Whitlock is saying and Stephen A. Smith is worried he's going to be exposed. You tell me, who is being truthful here? Which side do you believe? Do you believe Jason Whitlock or Stephen A. Smith? Now, I don't doubt that Stephen A. is being truthful when he says victims in the media refuse to work with Jason Whitlock, victims like Jamel Hill. I don't doubt that. But I do find it concerning that Stephen A. Smith failed to offer a single shred of evidence that refuted Jason Whitlock's claims. I don't know. You let me know. Sound off in the comments below. Like, subscribe, share the video. I appreciate each one of you guys for your continued support. Best way to contact me is by email at btlkc84 at gmail.com, kc underscore btl84 on Twitter. I'll see you guys later.